Well, hello and welcome to another episode of Straight Talk. Yes, you are right. I am not Jack Nichols. No, I've taken control back from him. It's Nikki Shields back on the mic. Yes, we can all breathe a sigh of relief. Welcome. It's great to be here. We are currently sitting outside. The sun is shining. We're in Santiago ahead of the Epre, first Epre of the season in South America. And this episode is... But it's a little bit different, shall we say. We are not talking to racing drivers this time. No, we are talking to someone who has actually been in the news quite a lot recently and to other guests as well. But I'm very, very excited to say that with us today, please welcome Lou Johnson from Spacesuit Media. Thank you for having me. Super exciting to have you. Now, alongside her, we also have uh, a bit of a legend when it comes to writing and actually really breaking stories in Formula E. We have a journalist, Sam Smith, who is now the Formula E editor at The Race. Hello, Sam. Welcome. Hello, everyone. Thanks very much for joining us. Um, and finally, we have Claudio Corradini, who uh, is part of the Mahindra team as the logistics manager and also sustainability manager, but is an avid photographer. Yes, that's right. Hello, everyone. So, Lou... I feel like we should kick off with you because you have had an incredible couple of weeks, really. You are obviously the official photographer for Mahindra. But, Lou, you've just been in the media spotlight because you have been crowned Motorsport UK's Young Photographer of the Year. Huge congratulations. Thank you. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, it kind of came as a bit of a shock. So I was told just before Christmas. So I guess I had a bit of time to kind of get used to it and was kind of like, that's great. And then they announced it and my social media went a bit nuts. So, <laughs> yeah, it's been really nice. I've had lots of nice comments, so it's always nice to have some feedback about your work. So tell me, what is Motorsport UK's Young Photographer of the Year Award? What's it all about? What do you win? Why is it so important? Uh, well, it's basically a, an award that recognises the work of people who are kind of up and coming in. Uh, there's a journalism award as well. Um, so they have a young journalist uh, of the of the year as well as a young photographer of the year and it's basically about uh, showcasing uh, what we do and acknowledging it is a hard thing to get into motorsport so um, we submit a portfolio minimum five images and then some very esteemed judges look, look through our portfolio over a day and they make a decision so um, they deemed that I would win. Um, now, I've got to point out to everyone this thing that Lou, and watching, of course, uh, that Lou is very modest, uh, despite being an incredible photographer. Yeah, I think you are an extremely modest individual. Well, I'm guessing that means you probably weren't expecting to win. Was it a bit of a surprise? Yeah, I was having really randomly having a cup of tea with my mum and I just got a call from uh, Sarah at Motorsport UK and she gave me a call. I kind of didn't really contemplate what she was saying and she was busy saying that we had uh, there's an award ceremony that you go to and I'd forgotten the date that she told me everything I didn't quite understand. <laughs> and I was When I first started wanting to become a motorsport photographer, you look towards different ways of finding inspiration and... Um, Motorsport UK or MSA as it was then used to have the Young Photographer of the Year and you look at some of the amazing photographers that have come through there it became a thing of a benchmark of I'd really love to win this one day and then this year I finally plucked up courage to kind of enter some images and it was all a bit last minute and it was all wasn't really expecting it kind of handed it in just before midnight kind of going it doesn't matter at least I've done it at least I've submitted I can try again next year Uh, so I wasn't expecting anything 
at all. Yeah, it's weird to get feedback on your work, but really lovely. I kind of did university, was it university, doing studying photography, and you get lots of feedback then, but then after that, you get no support. You, get, you don't really get much. Your client, that's so happy, and that's what you take from that, but you don't often get people, your peers, kind of telling you that you did a good job. Now, let's talk about the winning photo, or is this the winning um, photo? <laughs> or is um, it a selection of? We had to submit a, uh, like a, a selection, so I think I submitted about 12 photos okay. in the end. One of the 12 <laughs> yes. is this one, which we have picked because it is absolutely stunning. Now, obviously, if you're watching on YouTube, then you can see it. Uh, if you're listening, uh, I would advise you to go to YouTube and see it. But can you just describe this picture of the Mahindra race car because it is pretty unusual what you've done here with the lighting isn't it? Yeah it was from a shoot that we did to launch the season six car and it was that shot and another the side profile shot that uh, I think has become a little bit more of like the iconic picture that goes that all of the media are using because it it's a bit more unusual so it's all it's a there's a series of it's a series of three or four long exposure images uh, of us pulling fiber optic cables over the car so i had some really lovely people who helped me and assisted me because it's a, a, a big job we had a studio for the day and we just tried out you can't you can't guarantee where each of the individual fibers are going to go so you just have to keep going over and over and over again and then you get back home and you work out which ones look good together and and I was quite lucky in that I would shot enough and everyone was very patient with me because I was a bit no we can't that doesn't look right let's do it again do it exactly like that but different and because this yeah. is a technique that you haven't really used before so were you slightly nervous but uh, a little bit go horribly up, wrong <laughs> yeah I turned up at the I knew what the the girls at Mahindra wanted to do for their livery launch and that they booked a studio all day and that they'd bought some fiber optic cables and they wanted to use those and everything else was up to me so I turned up about 5 p.m the day before to the factory and got given these really long fiber optic cables and then they were like right we'll see you tomorrow right and early at seven o'clock in the morning and I was like I'd have to practice so uh, my other half and I who is a lighting designer so I came and helped we spent most of the evening pulling fiber optic cables over our bed the chair in our hotel room anything we could just to work out how they react you yeah. didn't enter those photos then no no no, no, didn't, no. didn't think no, the bed somewhere would really in, do the, it. Yeah. in the Mahindra archive yeah. somewhere <laughs> brilliant I love it I mean what a great feeling though because you were on when you won this award you were on the BBC homepage not BBC sport but bbc.com homepage I mean that is viewed by millions of people every day as I'm now aware and realising because I keep getting random emails from people all over the world kind of going this is really cool or, or uh, I've seen your so shots like following me on Instagram uh, I still don't really know how that happened <laughs> to be honest let's ask Sam how do you think it happened? I mean, you've known Lou, you know, not just from Formula E, but other motorsports as well. She's obviously got an incredible talent for showing what is going on behind the scenes and, and portraying these incredible stories. What do you think? Well, it's fantastic. It's, it's ethereal, isn't it? This this image, which, uh, you know, we've it, it really represents a lot that is woven into Formula E. It's so striking, so creative. Yeah, as soon as you see it, it's just notable. But yeah, I've, I've, I've sort of followed Lou in, in WEC and other championships as well. And I think, you know, having seen a lot of photography and a lot of photographers come through in motorsport, you get a sort of distinctive stamp on some of the photographers and you know kind of without seeing the credit 
who's taken some of the shots and uh, you know lose one of those so she deserves all the credit she gets and you know congratulations on on the award i think it was well deserved and actually all those screams you can hear are all her groupies and fans <laughs> trying to get into the track so uh they've been beaten back at the moment yeah. yeah we should we should actually point out that while we're sitting just outside of the pit lane by the Fulmanry track we are also in the park where there is a theme park and a fairground and there are lots of people enjoying the rides behind us so if you can hear screams we haven't locked Pascal Verlein and Jerome D'Ambrosio away it is just fans on a fairground well Fulmanry is a roller coaster isn't it in every sense of the word I mean where else do you get a racetrack where you've got a huge stadium here and a roller coaster fun park and uh, we're in the middle of the city it's just encapsulates Formula E really absolutely amazing so speaking of which actually there's probably a lot for you to capture at this race in terms of photography there's there's a lot there's a, there is a lot actually it's actually a really nice varied track you have the the hairpins which are a bit more kind of formula e standard you can kind of get all the catchments and everything and then you have the park section and that massive long sweeping curve so there's a lot to react to and also the one thing that we're really lucky about lucky being photographers in formula e is that everything's crammed into one day so okay editing is tricky in between sessions because you sometimes only get 45 minutes but you get different light throughout every single session whereas unlike in formula one often kind of everything happens around midday or the tv schedule which is great for the fans at home but for photographers can be quite samey whereas we get kind of morning light at 7 30 in the morning or whatever shakedown starts and then we get kind of uh, not shakedown fp1 and then we get shakedown starting at like 5 p.m so the light changes and the track changes with that so you can do a lot now, um, Claudio, let's have a quick chat with you because obviously you're here in a very different capacity. You're not here as a photographer. However, you have an incredible passion for photography, for motorsport and the environment. But how do you manage to find time to do your day job and fit some photography in as well? I would say because I'm, I'm mainly an obsessed man. <laughs> I'm obsessed by my, you know, my passion for motor racing, but also for photography. And... Uh, I can always try to find some time for my photography. Yeah. Most of the time I use the traveling that uh, Formula E is taking me around to attach a couple of days here and there. And so I can, I can spend uh, in, in one trip, you know, I can feed both of my obsession, really. I mean, I know this is, a, this is probably a tricky one because you must have thousands of photos. I mean, you've even published a photography book as well. But if there was, you know, like we've, we've spoken about the the Formula E car that Lou's uh, photographed just here. If you had to pick out a standout photo of yours, what, what would it be? Can I tell you honestly that I've got... Well, let's say I made a book in 2017 and it took me three weeks at Christmas every day, uh, 10 hours trying to choose my 120 <laughs> pictures because I think I've got one million to choose from. It's incredible. And, I, and honestly, I can tell you that I've got picture I took and I had never seen it yet because, uh, you know, everything is so frantic. It's one race after the other, you know, one thing after the other. And when I've got this possibility to go out and take a picture, I just take him. I remember, I see what I've done, but then they get stored. And eventually, when I've got some time, I can dig them out. So I'm so excited to have also some time to get some people, uh, some, sorry, some picture that I might have taken, uh, honestly, 10 years ago, and I haven't seen it yet. 
And you know, I just that's be... such fun. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. God, you're going to have so much fun looking back at old memories. Yeah, and exactly. There was obviously, you know, particularly I think when you travel so much and you you lead such a busy sort of work life, you forget things, don't you? You're probably going to see photos that you forgot you even did or took. Yes, at, at the moment, yes. I'm sure that when I see the picture, I remember everything. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the location, the day, and and also, I'm so I'm so happy for Lou because this picture is incredible. And I have to be honest, 25 years ago, when I was again in motor racing, I started my own uh, photography about motor racing, which was not what the normal photographer doing, which is you know drivers and cars on a circuit because at that moment I'm busy. So I started, you know, taking some fantasies, strange picture, probably due to some of the master, uh, some of the person I always look at, uh, which is a photographer that come from my area in Italy. His name uh, is Fontana and was very, very famous to make patterns and uh, light in a strange composition. So I tried to do that on, on racing cars and it was really, really, uh, you know, outbreaking. It was fantastic and I had a lot of success in there too. So there's so much uh, in, in photography that, that you can explore and it's not just, you know, environment is you have it around you every day, every moment. You just have only to, to see it, really. What fun to be able to do that on the side. Sam, when you were talking about iconic motorsport photographers, you know, are there a couple that you'd pick out? There's a sort of style that you'd go for. What's your, what's your favorite? I think the great thing about photography is it's, it's the beauty's in the eye of the beholder in a way, isn't it? But I mean, when I, when I think about the great photos um, in motorsport, you think of people like Paul-Henri Caillé, Rainer Schlegermilch, really bad pronunciation that, but Rainer Schlegermilch, these are, these are guys who, they were shooting 60s, 70s, 80s, and yeah, there's a really great shot that always sticks in my memory, which is of um, Ayrton Senna when he won his first Grand Prix at Estoril in 1985. And there's a great shot as he comes into the Parc Ferme area and the team manager, a guy called Peter War, is kind of crouched down there saluting him almost or embracing him, trying to embrace him. And Ayrton's in the car sort of reaching out, sort of getting ready, his, his belts are popped. And it's just it's this incredible dynamic kind of scene which is almost moving even though it's a still image and the rain's bouncing off the Parc Ferme and uh, it's, it's a very evocative image I'm sure we'll find one to, to put in this piece but it's one of those ones that you know you've seen it and then you see it again and it's just I think in terms of the cars and the people I always prefer it to the people you know when I see Lou do the, some of the driver profile shots of Jerome or Pascal it's, it's always the eyes, you know, race, you can tell a racing driver by their eyes. They've got very different eyes and it's obviously framed by the, the helmet and the visor, but I just enjoy stuff like that because you can see into their, you know, without getting too deep, you can see into their psyche and, their, and what they're about, which is fascinating really that, you know, photographers, artists can do that. I mean, Lou, obviously you've, you've photographed most of the Formula E drivers. All, would you say, probably, over the... Not maybe not for them there are a couple of teams i've not worked for but yeah they they've none of them have escaped yet i don't think so if you were to pick one of the drivers perhaps you know who who do you either not necessarily enjoy shooting the most but you know as sam said who do you think shows the most emotion when you capture them you have to get them at the right point 
There's something very interesting about watching certain types of drivers on the grid. So uh, Jev and Jerome, they kind of keep they try and keep themselves to themselves. They'll fight, you can find them in a corner under an umbrella, something like that. And yes, that's very typical of drivers, but actually there's something about the kind of maybe 10 minutes before the start when they've got rid of their media commitments and they just kind of go very internal. And there's just something about that that's just, it's quite hard to catch because often they then just shun you away, but they're quite interesting to capture. But then it's also things like we get a lot of characters in Formula E and I love that. So when you get kind of little squabbles in the media pen after like... I mean, Montreal, just Montreal and, and Buemi and, and, and season two. Like, we get so many different emotions coming out of the drivers that if you're not working with them and you're just trying to get shots of them, then that's actually sometimes a little bit better as well. So It's also a pretty intense job because you are on your feet, well, not all day, all week. You're running around. You're obviously carrying quite a lot of kits with you as well. It, it's relentless, isn't it? Formula E is a different ball game completely. I, I still obviously shoot bits of WEC and you kind of, you get a six hour race or a four hour race or something or even an hour's race in another series and you, you're kind of going, oh, I still have more. Oh, I can shoot it slightly differently. I can get a bit more, I can get a bit more experimental. But when you've got a half hour session FP2 and you've been running around since half 5.30 at that point and it's, it's what, nine and you've still got a really long day, then it, it can get quite relentless. Um, I'm quite good in the media centre of giving everyone uh, rehydration tablets. That's become my new thing since knowing that I they were I need some thing. of those. Where do we get those? <laughs> <laughs> Hydration um, tablets. It's just the hangovers. Yeah. It's just the addressing the hangovers. That's what that <laughs> it's is. Just, it's, it's, yeah, might it's as well. I mean, it's really hard working to on a hangover. Sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's a properly like, when last year in uh, Santiago we had uh, Rihanna, I think, on the grid and there was a big thing that people were saying, oh, she's she, she can't stay on the grid for too long because it's nearly 45 degrees. <laughs> and the, the track's melting and, and she's got like four people around her and, and everything. R- Rita Ora. Like, <laughs> you're getting your celebs mixed up. Oh. It's Rita Ora. Even I oh, know that. You know, sorry. Come yeah, on, darling. There we go. Someone. <laughs> Sim- um, similar, similar. Someone. Um, oh, all the R's. <laughs> it was, I'm too busy working. Um, but I, yes, do we not count as the same? Well, <laughs> we're, I mean, we're, there was a point where human, I was right? stood there kind of going... I'm really tired and I've got another 45 minute race and the podium to go and and it's it's a lot but it's it's so rewarding uh, uh, F1 FE race day goes in a flash and you kind of you start at 5:30 in the morning when you get into the media center and you finish editing at like 9 p.m. at night and it feels like it's been it's been an hour and you're often quite exhausted but it's a lot of fun and it teaches you how to edit really quickly yeah, actually that is a great skill to learn um but anyone that's listening that wants to get into photography what's your advice to give them uh there's no strict way of doing it i came through doing kind of emotion club stuff uh, for my agency and then got moved on to the track side so passion commitment don't give up keep shooting from all of the fan areas because that's where I start and I still shoot lots of us still shoot in the the fan areas because it's the nicer areas so just keep going perseverance does pay off excellent Claudio any piece of advice for young budding photographers that want to continue their passion as a career yes uh, well as uh, Lou said those are very very important ingredients but there is one uh, especially because uh, myself, I like to go in, in very remote places to take pictures and it's try to convince other people that maybe want to join you to go and see something special. Because if you take picture, you are committed to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning. 
and to get the perfect light. But someone that comes with you maybe is not so keen. And you have to try really working hard on this for making them understanding that you are about to see something special. And I have to say that I organized a few trips for also some of my colleagues. Sometimes they come with me and I can tell you uh, the results are exceptional because they really see something that people are, you know, normally you don't think about. And so that is a very, I think, a very good advice. You know, keep, keep pushing and try to get other people to convince to come with you. Love it. And Sam, finally, I mean, as they say, a picture paints a thousand words and it's your a thousand words that they're, <laughs> that they're painting, right? Yeah, it takes more than a picture to paint my <laughs> words. Uh, no, yeah, you're right. I mean, you know, the the words and um, the stories only come alive through through visuals, really, and, you know, whether you're seeing it on TV. But I think what Lou does, you know, full admiration to to Lou and her, her colleagues because it, it, these aren't difficult circumstances to shoot in. This is a quite a volatile environment all in one day and, you know, it's quite often really hot or it's really cold in the morning, Marrakesh. And I think and just the, the commitment and the, the professionalism and having that eye to spot something different because you know you you can get thousands of photos that are very similar or they're looking at the same subject matter but the ones that stand out are are things like this you know the creativity and uh i for sure couldn't do it you know i'll stick to writing thanks very much and just admire (laughs) admire lou's work and everyone else's work that that is here in formula well guys thank you so much uh lou we cannot wait to see what is around the corner for you we've done fiber optics what's next I don't know. <laughs> Let's find out. <laughs> Excellent, guys. Thank you so much. That is a wrap on our latest episode of Straight Talk. If you do have any questions from today's episode, then do send them in via Mahindra Racing social media. We will do our best to get them answered. In the meantime, if you like what you've heard, please do subscribe and comment, and we will be back very soon. Make sure you download, subscribe and listen to Straight Talk, the podcast that delves into all things formulary with Mahindra Racing. Remember to leave us a comment if you like what you hear.